Hey ladies, and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, um, Toshiba Oliver. My co-host, Leah Ross, is actually on maternity leave, so keep her in your thoughts and prayers. I'm super excited because today's podcast is a continuation from our previous podcast. If you haven't listened to that, then jump up and listen. Stop listening right now and then just jump up to the previous one, seriously. So um, I'm excited to continue our conversation with Sharifa Stevens. Sharifa is a New York native, graduated from Columbia University, moved to Dallas, attended Dallas Theological Seminary, and then um, is a mom of two boys married to a renaissance man and she is currently the content director for if gathering sharifa is also a writer and author you can find her work in the book vindicating the vixens revisiting sexualized vilified and marginalized women of the bible listen i don't want to keep talking because i really want us to dig into the podcast so ladies here we go So of course, um, when when you absorb poison and there's no cure, then you get sick. Yeah. The first the first thing to go is hope. <laughs> and so yeah. That, yeah. that's the first thing that gets yeah. poisoned. Yeah. And it, and it messes, like I said, it just messes with our our view of God because because if yeah, if and I God, think God, go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm thinking, you know, like because how how do you stay in the tension because really it's a tension, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's it's you're you're experiencing it, but how do you stay in between the tension of that moment where you're you you have the righteous anger that is causing you to lament, right? But how do you, like, how do you fight that space of anger to not lose hope? You know, like, what, what would that, what does that look like um, as a woman of color um, who has, who's really engaged in this space? I mean, you're, you're pretty, you're at a pretty high level, you know? So what does it look like? What are your everydays like? Because a part of, I mean, the mission of the Urban Christian Woman is to restore women with God's mm-hmm. truth for everyday mm-hmm. life, okay? So mm-hmm. that's whatever space or wherever you are. And so in this space of seeing the injustice as a woman of color, how do you restore, how are you being restored on an, like, everyday basis as you lament, right? And you are mm-hmm. experiencing empathy, like, but what are those next steps? Because I think like you said something that was very poignant, which was like, listen, like you're sick. <laughs> you know, this is a sickness, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so when we're sick, we don't just jump towards the remedy real quick. You have to identify why you're sick. <laughs> you, you have to identify. Absolutely- Yes. You know, you have yes. to, I, yes. not only do you have to identify why you're sick, you're like, well, what medication, if any, maybe I don't need to take medication. Maybe I need a vitamin D supplement, you know? You're right. Like, <laughs> um, but, but what do I need in order for me to be well and to sustain that wellness, 
you know, because we can sort of put a Band-Aid or we can sort of get a quick fix, which is sort of what I hear you saying, like that voyeuristic type of, um, like, oh, you told us your story. Thank you so much. You know, like, um, but talk to me about, yes. like, for you, like, or or even those other women of color who um, are in these spaces, like, what does it look like in a practical everyday? Like, you're lamenting yes. it, you're reading God's word around it, but, like, now what are the next steps? Like, do you just buckle yourself back in and go back in extra hardcore or – what do you, how do you live in that space? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have one answer to that. Okay. Um, because I'm going to be real honest. Sometimes you will lose hope. It's going to die. Mm-hmm. It's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes back because there's a hope that doesn't disappoint and that's in God. Mm-hmm. So, but I also don't want to be trite with the the sickness by right. by slapping one one uh, verse on top of it. Mm-hmm. The fact is, like we are living, we're living in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. We're living in a world that is so fallen that its savior, knowing the glory that was ahead of him, still cried out to God, oh, remove on. this cup. He come on, still girl. cried out, and it, and it was so intense that there was, his sweat had blood in it. Like, mm-hmm. this, this, is how, this is how our Savior was affected. There was a cross before there was a resurrection. I don't mm. want to put a Band-Aid on, on this. This is suffering. Yes. We suffer. We mm-hmm. will suffer. Mm-hmm. So this is a suffering that causes me to cry out to God. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to call it anything than what it is. It's, it's suffering. Yes. Now, now I'll it because some of that suffering can be alleviated by our brothers and sisters, by our mm-hmm. white brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I feel like they, they have, a ministry opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will say, you you have an opportunity for ministry. You have an opportunity to interrogate your sources. My friend Kat Armstrong was talking at a conference last week, um, and she presents as white. And she uh, said, you know, I had to look around me. What podcast was am I listening to? What books am I reading? When I mm-hmm. need authoritative commentary on scripture, where am I going for that? Um, when I she's an entrepreneur and she was like, mm-hmm. when I when I conduct my business, who who is benefiting from my business? Who is participating in my business? Who am I recruiting to take part in my business? We all have opportunities. Um, to interrogate our sources, our authority figures, our uh, scholarship, our business, uh, where our money goes, where our food mm-hmm. goes. And these are ways that we can alleviate unnecessary suffering by mm-hmm. widening, widening the gaze, widening um, where, we, where we find uh, 
who we hire, who we listen mm-hmm. to. So there, that's an opportunity. It's a, it's a step, right? Right. Um, for people like me, people who are black women in predominantly white spaces, who are sick, who are absorbing things that we that are not are not giving us that abundant life feeling. Um, when we are in that, you know, I I see it like this, Tishiva. Um, there was there's a story in the gospel where there is a man who was lame and his friends heard about Jesus and where mm-hmm. Jesus was gonna be. Oh yeah, honey. Say that. Right? And so the friends are like, Oh, we are going to take our friends to Jesus. We will actually break through the roof. <laughs> we gonna lower him. We're going to roll him right in front of me. Right on in. Right on in. With a crowd. With a crowd. So so what role did that lame man play in his healing? Mm. Right? So Mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes we're going to be in a place where hope is dead, where we can't go on. It's so important for us to have friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Who are able to lay our burdens, pick up our burdens, Girl. and lay them down in Girl. front of the Savior on our behalf. Mm. When we don't, because real talk, sometimes we don't want to pray. We but, don't have, we don't have it in us. Girl, say that. Say that. Right? Me, Girl, let me tell you, this past, this past week, um, the Lord has really been dealing with me around um, the sin of self-righteousness and pride. Mm-hmm. And um, my friends have been gracefully and lovingly rolling me, like bringing mm-hmm. me right in front of Jesus. Praise like, God. Praise you know God. what I'm saying? Like with the word, like just mm-hmm. with the word, with prayer. And then it, what it also does is it also, it's not only cultivating oneness and my sister bearing my burden and bringing it, but what it also is doing is allowing them to search their own hearts as well and see if there be any unclean things in them. And so there's a greater depth of walking and being in unity together and of one mind and one accord Mm -hmm. when, when that happens. Yeah. It's powerful. It is. And and isn't it the way we're supposed to live? You know, girl. Like, I, mean, I mean, that's what we say. Right there. That's what we say. That's what we say. Yeah. But what I'm find what I'm finding as I continue to walk and live for Jesus and things transpire um around me, um, is that we do those who profess Jesus Christ do a great job at wearing masks, and those Ooh. masks, girl, girl, <laughs> these masks are actually destroying us from within. Yes, yeah. like it's destroying us from within because we are living hidden lives for the sake of the glory of our and for perception mm. and pleasing of men. Yes. And yeah. so, like, 
that's a whole nother yeah. story, girl. I would have we would I mean, have to go. I we mean, would have to, girl, mm. girl. And so because of that, not only is it not only is um, it hindering our fellowship with God to the point that we cannot see. It talks about this in Isaiah and Jeremiah. Like we cannot see, we cannot hear um, because our pride, our self-righteousness, our masks are blinding us. They're causing us not to be able to hear and see. And it is not only hindering us from walking in loving union and fellowship with God, but it's hindering us from walking and living amongst and loving union with our sisters. And it's, Oh my goodness, girl. It's, it's, it, if, if, if you stay there too long, what you will find is that you're in isolation and the enemy just begins to have a field day. He, he just he just has a field day, you know. Exactly. I mean, I've been lamenting how I had a girlfriend who shared with me just like four or five couples that are going through separation and you know, and I'm mm. I'm like mercy God, and my husband and I are just praying and pleading while at the same time, in the midst of that, saying, "But by God's grace, there go I." You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So. You know, you're you're hitting something really on the head, which is cultivating unity and gospel community in gospel community as women, while honoring each woman in their ethnos at the same time. How can we do that? I mean, we're of course we're talking about um, um, unity through um, reconciliation in, in race or in ethnos, you and I are, but I mean, this is across the board. How do we cultivate that unity in gospel community as women while honoring each other's differences and ethnic heritage as well? Like what, what would your thoughts be to that? Yeah. Well, uh, that's a vast question. Or you could just respond to what I was just talking about. Or you can respond Listen. to what I was just talking about because my mind goes like that. But you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's fine. It's I, I just I just need you to know that that is a really it's a huge question. And what makes it vast to me is mm-hmm. the fact that that it can change depending on where a person is, like just geographically. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, like, yes. Um, I feel like there's a reason why you don't have a formula, um, you know, in the book of Acts, it's the birth of the church. Mm-hmm. You don't have a formula for how to establish church, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. So, and and neither do we in, in all of the epistles that come afterward, because mm-hmm. we have such an abandon and such a freedom in the grace of God to look into our societies, our cultures, and see how they reflect God and see how to redeem the parts that don't. Um, Mm. And so, like, in in the book of Acts, when the church is ushered in, you know, you don't see, you don't see, the end of language, what you see is an acknowledgement of every language right. that was there in Jerusalem, right? So mm-hmm. um, so from from that, I'm like, oh, well, look at 
look at how the spirit can work. You know, girl, um, look, look, look at how the spirit is not like you know what comes to me by speaking English. Um, <laughs> you know, right, like, we neglect we neglect the third the, the third person of the Trinity. This has yeah, been something that I've been this without the third person of the Trinity. We okay, can't, we can't do community. He's the one who's like the the spirit is the one who gifts us. <laughs> In order to be, be able to serve each other, right? How right. Are we gonna, what, the, what, the Spirit instructs us. How, right. How, the Spirit indwells us. The yes. Spirit is the, the proof of our inheritance. So, like, simple, but the simplest <laughs> answer I could give to the, how do we, how do we honor each other? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we have unity in, and diversity is is our power source. It depends on our power source. Mm. And spirit is our power source. We're gonna get there. Yeah. Yeah. If if our power source is where we stand in uh, geopolitical uh, systems, if our power source is our real estate or our membership role, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, if, yeah. if those things are our power source, or our, our personality preachers, you know, our cults of personality, if yeah. that's our power source, it's, it's only going to go as far as those sources can go, but the spirit is limitless, and the spirit mm. is, like, all about legitimizing mm. the good news of Christ, right? Yes. And so anything that we want to, that we endeavor to do that legitimizes the good news of right. Christ. And it's, it, the good news is that we have been reconciled to God and that we um, have been set free. And, Come on. Um, that, that the poor, the blind, the imprisoned yes, have hope. Like mm-hmm. if that's the good news, then whatever we do that, that says, yes and amen to that the spirit is going to energize Mm -hmm. um so and again that's where that's where my hope is resurrected where it it dies is (laughs) you know just living in a fallen world right but the spirit has resurrection power and it even has (laughs) resurrection power in in resurrecting a whole group of us the body of christ and so right. I I can lament and I can look forward and mm-hmm. and 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 the only reason I lament is because I know what God's ideal is. Yes. You know so what you're the saying, only reason I cry is because I know that there's more for us. Because that's God right. God has ordained that there is more for us, that we are predestined to do good works, not just me individually in my little place. Right. But, storming the gates of hell. This mm-hmm. this is what our great commission is about. You know, yeah. it's not about building our own kingdoms. It's about the kingdom of God and it's topsy turvy and it's 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 so free and grace filled and it mm-hmm. makes space for the people who were in the margins. It pulls them into the center. Yeah. And so the spirit the spirit um energizes that kind of movement. Mm-hmm. And it disciplines movement 
in the opposite direction. That's absolutely right, girl. That is absolutely that is absolutely right. And I think you know one of the things that you're um, hitting on the head as well is you cannot fully be aware of that the topsy turviness and the awareness of the kingdom of God to lament, but to also have hope. Like you can't do that unless you have an awareness of what his kingdom is. And um, just speaking a little bit towards um, biblical literacy and how, um, like, you know, I've, I've noticed that there has been a push towards biblical literacy, and that is wonderful. I mean, I'm like, thanks mm-hmm. be to God, because half of this mm-hmm. stuff, the, the half of it is because people are not biblically literate, you know, mm-hmm. like they're mm-hmm. not digging in the word. But I think there is the other part, which is like being also spirit led while being biblically sound. And so like you can be aware of the Bible, which is sort of what we see people were, you know, biblically literate, but yet because they are not spirit led and not surrendered to the spirit, they're not even being obedient to the spirit, which is what you're talking about. And so, um, yeah, so I, you know, um, just thinking about that, what glimpses of goodness do you see as the church builds around cultivating spirit-led, biblically sound women? Um, what, what what glimpses of goodness do are you seeing currently around that? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think I think that the ultimate goodness is that uh, God is loyal to his promises. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love, I, I, feel, I feel like there's been a lot of um, misinformation that has been woven into uh, worship of of Jesus, a lot of misinformation in interpreting mm-hmm. scripture. Absolutely. Uh, or abusing abusing people mm-hmm. uh, through the scriptures. Mm-hmm. One of the most exciting things to me that's happening is that we are in a place of discipline, mm-hmm. um, especially where it surrounds the, uh, the value of women's bodies um the 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 calling on the carpet of people who have abused the bible in mm-hmm. order to abuse abuse uh, vulnerable people yes um i that excites me um because justice excites me you know like right that's right. one of one of those those things that you know even right. even the the fact that people would use justice as an epithet or a put down like you you social justice warrior um <laughs> is a twisting you know it's like mm-hmm. a twisting yeah of uh what's absolutely true um that's revealed in the person of jesus yes it's, uh also revealed in all of the prophets like literally yes. all of the prophets literally um, all. and the law yes, yes. so yes. like I, there's been a a lie, you know. We've been lying on God, 
mm-hmm. uh, about his love for justice. And so mm-hmm. when justice comes, I feel like that's, oh, that's the, the exposition of, of it. It just brings like your, your hope yeah. is renewed in the midst of it because you're like, no, God yeah. sees this and he's dealing with it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, like David, I'll be like, how long? How long? Yeah. How long? Yeah. 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 So when 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 people when dirty deeds that come into the light happen, I'm like, that's your mercy, that's your discipline, and that's your justice. Yeah. Because it's all about his namesake too. You know, like yes. th- th- we we sort of get uh, we can sort of get a little lost in in the in the gray of like, okay, like what is my purpose? All this stuff, and mm-hmm. it's like. No, the purpose mm-hmm. of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Like, literally, like, it's about his namesake. That's all this whole yeah. thing is about. So when justice is coming down, it's like, no, this is for my namesake. And whether you are on the side of you're in the same, you're, in, you're, you're chartering or driving down that same road, it can be a warning just as much as it can be an encouragement just as much as it can Absolutely. be. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's all for his namesake and to turn us towards him. And so this is about, this is about him. And he's like, you know what? Enough. <laughs> like, it's almost, he's yeah. like, I'm aware of it and I see it and I'm exposing it. Yeah. Because I love, because yeah. it's about my name and I love my children. He does. And he wants a spotless right and Come on. you know like and so this is this is this is care you know, this, this is, is care what care looks like oh no 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 we can't we can't keep this dirt on you you know yes. like let's take this dirt off i want you that's to see it. where the dirt is so you know when i'm when i'm cleansing you that's you know? right so that yes. that ex- that excites me i get so excited about that i'm because then I can't stay in despair because I, I get to, to see how God God moves. Yes. And it's, it's not, like, vindictive. It's restorative. You know, it's like, yes, well, it I is. keep you there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what is God, like, teaching you in the everyday as a woman, as a wife, as oh. a mom, as a friend right now? Like, what? Yes. what like tell name one thing, you know. One thing. Or you can name okay. many things. Or you can okay, name Okay, 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 okay. So I'm gonna name two things. I'm not gonna be greedy, but so <laughs> so there is a study that um I have curated and it comes out uh through this gathering on April twenty second. I'm not sure when this will air, but um it's on friendship. So, yes. Give us some quick cliff notes. Give us, like, just why we need to check out If Gathering's new study coming out on sunship. Friendship. 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 Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's on friendship. So friendship is heavy on my heart. Like, just... um, the ministry that it is, mm. the the eternality of it, you know, like friendship's gonna outlast marriage. Yes, you know it's gonna outlast uh, parenthood. Just uh, wow, the, 
the way that we get to model love and care the way Christ did for his friends um, is just mm. really on my heart. Wow. Um, so, so when we, when we start withdrawing from our friends, the ones that are safe, you know, the ones yes, who care sure. about us with everybody, mm, that's another thing. But when, well, that's a when whole nother thing. Ourselves. That's part well, I need to call you back on another day, but, <laughs> <laughs> but when they don't really withdraw, that's all I'm saying. Don't, don't withdraw. When you find yourself withdrawing, know that that's, that's the enemy trying to um, isolate mm. you. Mm. If good friends are a bomb, you know, they remind you yes. of who you are. Yes. They um they intercede for us. They they uh they are uh That's it. vehicle of God's care for us. Yes, I'm ma'am. so thankful for my friends. So like that's one thing um mm. uh that I just and I feel like I feel like everybody I'll say this and then I'll move on to the next thing. But like I feel I feel like we have a cult of of uh the nuclear family. You know, mm-hmm. we idolize especially as women being a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's those things are so beautiful and wonderful and mm-hmm. such such privileges. But God wants us to love him and love one another and he didn't you know, he he's not idolizing um being a wife and being a mother, he wants worshipers. Yeah. So I feel I feel like single people get um, isolated a lot, uh-huh. um, and single women get isolated a lot yep. when mm-hmm. we're talking about discipleship of women. And I just mm-hmm. want to encourage women at every stage that you are a worshiper of God, and that your ability to be a good friend and have a good friend group is is these these are eternal skill sets. So yes, and they and have what, such value. Yeah, and I think like you know one of the things that I am just like loving right now when you're talking about friendship is the fact that you get even more of a glimpse of our God um, mm-hmm. when you when your friendship circle is broad scope. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes, like, like yes. Not, so like not not just like single women, but I'm talking about like single older women, single younger yes. women, single middle age, yes. like you know, it's different ethnos. You know, just mm-hmm. all of that. It is so beautiful because you get a a broader scope of who God is. In his wonder and in his beauty and um yeah, I just and love his wisdom. it. And his wisdom. Like yeah. let's not discredit women in the church just because they're not married. Like they're yeah. you know, like let's not discredit, you know, single woman mothers because they do have that role either. But it's also like how can we cultivate that? Like what do you yeah. think is one of the ways that we could cultivate it. Is it just like gathering around the table? Is it, tell me, girl, what's your one? Like, <laughs> I know I'm always talking about what's your one, because I could talk to you What's all your day. one? I know. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's so, one way that you, what's the way that you actually cultivate this in your own life? 
Okay. Well, internally and externally. Internally, it's a posture of humility mm. um, because uh, there's some there are things that people have to offer and give that mm-hmm. I don't possess. <laughs> you know that I need. Yeah. So, um, but I a posture of humility creates this curiosity. Um, mm-hmm. It makes room for listening. Yes. Uh, it it makes room for uh, for admitting when we are wrong. Humility is like the secret sauce. It really is. So I would say um, having a posture of humility um, will and it'll make you a better friend, mm-hmm. and it'll help you to 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 see the value in other image bearers. Mm-hmm. And externally, you know, I just, I feel like food was created to. Girl, uh, stop. Come on now. Cement us, you yes. know. I feel yes. like it's yes. so simple, but like so those meals shared together, I feel mm-hmm. like they are a foundation. And I know that the Lord himself loves a good dinner. You know, Girl. he loves. He loves Girl, we're gonna have a feast. We're gonna we have a feast in glory, honey. Okay, it's we gonna are. be feasting, <laughs> honey. And when mm-hmm. he wants us to remember something, mm-hmm. he pairs it with food, right? So, yes, I feel, I feel like that's just in us, you know. Um, <laughs> so, I, I think externally, you know, if you want to get to know someone, you know, eat with them. Eat with them. Break that bread. Break that bread, girl. Break it. Break, break it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Humility is the secret sauce. <laughs> to this. Girl, I okay. did say that. <laughs> you did. You did. Girl, you've been in Texas so long. They always be talking about secret sauce on some barbecue or something like that. They always talk about some type of secret sauce. And you said humility is the secret sauce. Listen. Somebody that listen, listen, incline your ear, incline your ear, woman okay. who's listening to this podcast, because it's so okay. that's so legit. That is just so legit. Like I, you know, I was um, there's a young lady who used to live below us, and I love her if she's listening to the podcast, girl. I love you. But anyway, um, she she moved she moved back home, and one of the things that she really taught me was how um how much of a lack of i think grace that i really did have mm-hmm. and my lack of understanding mm-hmm. of grace that i had and how much just through being in community and doing life with her that i grew in understanding grace um it's wow. just unbelievable it's unbelievable and because of that it it has cultivated in me a greater heart for honoring what scripture says around grace in all of my facets of relationships because of just walking with her through a difficult and hard season and um 
yeah, and just being in the midst of hardness with her, but it was a lack of grace. And it took the humility, the secret sauce was humility, like just being present, you know, and not saying nothing sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, if she came up, like, I just want to cry. Okay, well, just come sit on my shoulder and just cry, girl. Just cry. Mm. Just cry, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's so good, Sharifa. That's so good. Wow. Well, Sharifa, thank you so much. Well, listen, I got to ask you one more thing. What is your favorite, <laughs> since we talk about food, since we talk about food, like, number okay. one, What's your favorite food, okay? Ooh. And if we come to Dallas, Texas, what do we need to try? What Just one place that you're like, Ooh. like, as okay. soon as you get here, try right. this. Oh, my goodness. So asking me my favorite food is like asking me my favorite child. I will just put that out there. <laughs> um, impossible for me Impos- to answer. But... You know, because I like, oh, so, so I'm first generation American. So okay. I like oxtails and curgles. Oh, right? my goodness. Stop right now. Rice and PM, fries, plantain. But oh I also love sushi. You are so <laughs> I love it. Um, You can't get better Tex-Mex than yeah, okay. Dallas. That's so, very true. Get them street you tacos. Know, oh my goodness. With the cilantro and the yes. girl. Sprinkle that lime girl. on there. De limon. Girl. Stop. Al pastor. Like all of you know your you got your guacamoles. You got your yo know, so if you're here you gotta try the Mexican food. You just don't go to a chain, go to a mom and pop place. Okay. 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 Um but you also got to try the barbecue. So, oh, my goodness. You know, we, we have a place down the block called La Calle Doce. Mm. And it is like a, it's a family-owned restaurant. And mm-hmm. it's been in the family for years. And so you see pictures of the family that owns it. I love it's it. It's such good. It's just homey. And um, I also like Lockhart Barbecue. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You gotta okay. try the brisket when you get to Texas. Girl, stop. But I I don't have a favorite food. I have several. You know, I okay. got I got a lot of taste buds. Yes. Are you are I you can't part, like one thing? I know, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna end this podcast. But I have to ask are you like part West Indian or both of my parents are from Jamaica? Girl, stop. Hush now. <laughs> what? So my husband is his father is Trini. So when you oh! About, oh my goodness! I tell what? my brother-in-law is one hundred percent Jamaican. Grew up in the Bronx. Okay. What? Yes, girl. yes, girl. Yes, girl. Was he by Dyer Avenue? Was he on the number five line? You know what? I need to ask. I know we need to talk about that. But girl, when you talking about that, I girl, I make all that. I make all that. So you talking all my oh. love language? You know, oh. Do chicken, curry. I haven't made curry goat, but I do oxtails. I do peas and rice. Oh yes, honey. That's honey. Honey. The fried sweet plantain. Girl. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm a foodie. It's going to be I, in heaven. You know it's going to be in heaven. Okay. 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 
would have still somehow drunk. it would have still drunk. <laughs> Magnifying the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Do not play. Come on. Yeah, every nation, tribe, and tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Shariva, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, listen, I'm going to link Sharifa's handles and everything else, but thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And, um, Such an honor. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Lord willing, we'll have you on again at some point. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, ladies, thanks for listening in on the combo with Sharifa and I. Listen, I am so thankful for Sharifa and all that she is doing in the kingdom for the glory of God. Um, if you um, don't follow Sharifa Stevens on IG, listen, definitely do it. I think she's on IG as well as Facebook, but you can actually go to her website, sharifastevens.com. We will link her website as well as her IG page and her wonderful, wonderful book that she and other women uh, work together on. And so, um, yes, listen. I pray that you're having a blessed summer. I pray that you guys get out and enjoy the sunshine. And listen, will you do one thing for me? If you haven't hit the subscribe button, would you do that for us? Subscribe to um, subscribe to the Urban Christian Woman through iTunes or through SoundCloud. And then click over and leave us a review and let us know how the Urban Christian Woman is blessing you. Also, you can subscribe um, and follow us through our social media platforms. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, as well as Twitter. Listen, ladies, I pray you have a blessed day and a blessed summer. Bye.